0: back to on the block with stricken austin on 93.7 the ticket
1: and the ticket turning our attention to husker football recruiting with the guy we like to talk about this every week with brian munson husker online and on three brian how was your weekend how are you doing today my man
0: hey guys it's, it was okay man i think we're uh... Warming up a little bit down here, the the grass is actually starting to poke through a little bit. I know it's probably uh, a little maddening to hear that from from you, you guys <laughs> for some folks, but but I tell you what, it means that spring is around the corner and spring football is here, and we got a big dose of it today with Matt Rule in the press conference.
1: That we did. Well, I think they took the snow out of the forecast up here, Brian, so we can uh, sleep a little bit easier where we're not mad about that. Uh, Let's start with uh, that Matt Rule press conference. What stood out to you from hearing from Matt Rule and then uh, either Fedoni or Borders?
0: There's so many things. I mean, uh, with Rule, it's so tough to go back and put a finger on everything because I just have this general kind of overall feeling when I listen to him and I hear the way that he is, the way that he wants to go back and make sure that he clearly states and doesn't overstate and he gets across the right message and it's still positive. It's a, it's an, it was an incredibly refreshing kind of view about the way things are kind of going where he's, he's. I I love the part where he said the most important thing is practice. We got to get better. In the recruiting stuff, we're not going to get too caught up in, you know, the whole, well, who didn't join us and and who are we after next and whatever. Worry about the guys we got in Lincoln. Worry about the guys, of course, that that wanted to be here. And that is such an interesting uh, thing because we find ourselves so often, like what we're kind of all doing right now, we're around with Dylan Rayola or Carter Nelson or anybody else. You know, we're talking about that next dude. We're talking about if that guy doesn't come here. And he's saying the focus is on the guys that are there in Lincoln. Um, I thought that that was awesome. I, I, I really, really dug what, what Fedoni had to say. I mean, um, I wished a lot of people could have heard the conversations with him as, as a senior in high school. Uh, same dude and two ACL injuries and two knee injuries have not have not deterred him. Um so wonderful to hear about uh how this program that they have in place is is working. The strength and conditioning and the nutritional stuff, how Fedoni says I showed up at two sixty five. I was here at two sixty five. I've cut ten pounds. Other guys have added good weight. Um you got two guys like you know, like Heinrich and Purdy that are being mentioned as the fastest guys on the football team and how, how rule says that that's such an amazing thing. Cause it's one of the faster teams he's been around. I, I think people should draw a lot of positives. I think that this is the, the thing about it is right now they're, they're, they're happy with the metrics. They're happy with where things are kind of at on a trajectory. Now they got to get on the football field and they got to figure out how these guys, you know, how do they put it all together? I mean, there's, there's a very there's a very familiar quote that I go back to many, many times about you know looking looking like Tarzan and playing like Jane. And uh, I think that Nebraska wants to get through that stuff and figure out now that we have an idea who the athletes are, now we have an idea who the leaders are, we got to go figure out who the best players are. And that's the next layer I think that they' that they need to go figure out. It was it was a great, I thought it was a great I haven't gotten to cheap borders yet, so don't ask me about that. <laughs> but I've listened to Fedoni and I've listened to Rule.
1: You mentioned that that next step is not just finding out, you know, who the best leaders and such are, but who the best players are. That's what spring ball is going to be about coming up here yep. uh, in just a couple weeks. Something that stood out to me is Matt Rule said they weren't going to be wanton about their contact. They weren't going to hit just for hitting sake. It was going to be done with a purpose. What do you think spring ball is going to look like for this team? What do you think is going to be some of the, the key traits that, that separate players and matt rule in this coaching staff's mind from uh the good to the bad
0: there's gonna be a lot to absorb i mean i know that they're going through like a lot of walkthrough stuff there's just, there's some changes in the NCA rules i don't think it's been been mentioned a whole lot but i mean they've had they've had a chance to kind of put in some instructional walkthrough time which i think has mm-hmm. allowed um rule and his new staff to kind of get things done a little bit more you know Quickly and, and and ahead of just the spring and rolling it all out there, so that, more, that February time frame would have given them, you know, I think it's about four hours of instructional time, like on a walk through kind of basis, so indoor or whatever. Um, so I I I think that I think what you're going to do now is you want to take that next step. You want to move out of the, hey, we're making the right steps. We understand the alignments. You know, now we need to go ahead and put this thing all together. And then we want to figure out. It's kind of like you know, in strict, you know, obviously it's like from a basketball perspective. You you get into set offenses, and and you you get into your baseline screen. And of course, you're setting your screen. You're looking at the next screen. You're looking at the next. Say, guys can get caught up in the mechanics of that. Then there's the guys that 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 learn how to go ahead and take the pump fake and drive to the hole, and 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 way to kind of look for a diagonal pass or look for a little bit of a different flash or a cut. I think the next thing is they're going to be looking for, they're going to be looking for that guy that is going to take this thing, put it all together, show his athleticism, and just kind of go out there and separate himself out there from on the football field. So I, I think that there's an absorption, and I think that there's an execution. I think that they're, they're partly into that absorption, and, and now they've got to go out there and execute in the sprint.
1: Talking some Husker football here with Brian Munson of Husker Online. Uh, Brian, Matt Rule's focused on guys that are in Lincoln, but uh, the beauty of your job, the beauty of having you on, is we can talk about some guys who aren't in Lincoln just yet. One that came down for a visit, uh, but not you know, on the team, not committed yet, is Isaiah McMorris. Uh, you wrote about mm-hmm. him. He came down to chat with uh, Garrett McGuire, the wide receivers coach. How did that go for McMorris? How did that go for Nebraska?
0: Uh, that was actually a really nice visit. Now that was an unscheduled kind of thing where McMorris just felt like he needed to meet Coach McGuire. And and all of a sudden, you know, he, he finds his way down there to Lincoln three three weeks ahead basically of the junior day. And and obviously Isaiah was there in, in that first junior day in December, but but Coach McGuire hadn't even been announced yet. Um but now he has this opportunity to get down to Lincoln a couple weeks at a time, three weeks at a time. Meet the coach, get a chance to hang out, really get a feel for things because things for Isaiah are getting interesting. Um, you know he's he's got a he's got a school like USC and Oregon that are still kind of keeping tabs on him. He told me, you know, obviously Nebraska is going to get an official visit even after the junior day, but he's, he's looking at taking you know an official visit to Oklahoma. He's going to go to he's going to go to Penn State. Um, this is a really I mean there's. There's some guys we talk about in the state, Benning, Nelson, Hall, you know, Pyfrom, etc. Morris gets glanced over a little bit, and his stats last year were phenomenal. And I think what what really I think teams are are really liking about him is his ability to work inside out. And he is probably going to be a slot guy. Uh, he's definitely a slot guy if, if he makes it to the league. Uh, but he's, he's a guy, I, I think that, you know, you can put him in the slot and move him around and maybe take a shot on him and to play Z a little bit. He's not really a, an X, but I think that he's a guy that can go out there and kind of do all those different things. And, and I think, I think it's such a, it's, it's a really good indicator to Nebraska about what this guy is thinking about, because it was totally on a whim. So good, good thing for Nebraska for, to have him show up and like it on Saturday.
1: Also a good thing for Nebraska. This is a, a couple weeks ago now, but I haven't heard a whole lot about a Khalil Bolden, KJ Bolden tweeted at Omar Hales a couple weeks ago. He's out of Buford high Mm -hmm. school in Georgia. Nebraska has gone down there for some guys in the past five-star athlete. seems like an extremely athletically gifted young player is Nebraska in on him at any sort of realistic level. It's,
0: you know, he's a top 10 player in the, in the nation this year. Um, it was great to see you know him mentioning the twenty four hours and and see him kind of going back and forth with Nebraska about questioning what like what's kind of going on and and you're right. I mean there's there's a couple guys that are on the on the on the team currently from Buford a couple running backs in fact. Um, <clears throat> i I don't know necessarily how much is is really there. He's gonna be a a tough guy to get out of s e c country. Um, but again, it's always great when you see him or an Aaron Hampton, for example, down in Dangerfield, Texas, a four-star guy, former Texas commitment, when they're tweeting about Nebraska, when they're tweeting to, you know, a Dylan Rayola talking about, you know, talking about, Hey, when are we going to do this? Uh, and all the, on all that, all that good stuff. So, um, I, I, th- I think it's one of those things where you got to kind of wait and see, we're going to see a lot, I think, happen over the next month or two. What's really going to be interesting is watching Dylan Rayola. Uh, There's going to be – there's a pre-Dylan Rayola and there's a post-Dylan Rayola. And and that can happen either way. Either he commits to Nebraska or he doesn't. They both look very, very different in my opinion. I I just – the upside potentially of getting a Rayola means that you have a chance to go to to Buford – and, and talk to you know talk to him about, about coming in for a visit or getting a Hampton for, to for sure come in for a visit. And he's already set up a couple of official visits, too, with one to Texas, and I can't remember who the other one, the other one was, too. So I think, I think a guy like that, if a Reola decided to come to Nebraska, that would certainly be a player that's going to take an interest in that. It's just going to be where does Dylan decide to kind of go.
1: Last one for you then, Brian. Uh, Gibson Pyle in town over the weekend uh, said he couldn't ask for a better visit on Twitter. And then uh, yesterday says, follow me Instagram. Big announcement coming soon. Does it seem like Nebraska is in the cards for him? And if so, what can Husker fans expect from Gibson Pyle?
0: Yeah, that was a great visit. I mean, um, that's a Texas kid that, you know, said some really interesting things, guys, that I have... Things that I have not really heard kids from Texas ever say before, or just people from Texas in general, having having lived down here for 24 years. Um, he's a, he's a physical guy, and he's a really intelligent guy. I mean, he's he's sitting. He's been to Duke twice. He's sitting mm-hmm. up an official visit to Duke. He's got Cal reaching out to him about about coming there. You you need to have smart offensive linemen, but you also need to have that that kind of aggression, that nastiness that you need. Those guys need to be cerebral. But they've got to be, they've got to be tough. And, and, and he is certainly one of those guys. He plays in a really good part of the state when it comes to competition. He's going to come back for the Nebraska spring game in April. He's already told me he's going to, he's going to schedule an official visit to Nebraska. Um, I would be looking for him to drop a, a top whatever amount of schools here very, very quickly on his, on his Instagram. Um, and I think Nebraska fans should feel feel really good about where things sit at with with uh, with with pile at the moment.
1: That's Brian Munson, Husker on line. finance work at on three and uh, go to the Nebraska vertical there. Brian, appreciate your time as always. Thanks for the good insight, and we uh, hope to catch up with you next week.
0: All right, talk to you next week. We'll see you.
1: So it's again Brian Munson with us here. We'll step aside for just a moment here. On the other side, we got DP and Jay in the building. Crossover with old school. We'll do that next.